You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dan Feldman here. Welcome to Locked On Pistons. You can follow Locked On Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Pistons lost to the Warriors last night, but far more importantly, they lost KCP to a shoulder injury. Uh, they just announced that it is a grade two left rotator cuff strain and that KCP will be out for tonight's game against the Jazz and is doubtful against the Lakers. Calling him doubtful against the Lakers, I think, is really even optimistic uh, to frame it where there's a possibility he could play Sunday. That seems like a stretch to me uh, from what I know about rotator cuff injuries, uh, but we'll see. The There'll be a chance for him to come back at some point, I hope. Uh, but I'm not necessarily holding my breath. Uh, this was from 2015, an article by Jeff Stotts of In Street Clothes. Uh, just a, a phenomenal job of covering injuries. This is when Kobe hurt his rotator cuff. Uh, so maybe there's some more examples lately. Uh, but I don't think enough that would skew this. This is what he found in 2015. Uh, that 10 of the last 16 players to suffer a grade 2 or higher rotator cuff injury injury ultimately had surgery surgery is going to keep out kcp for a while if that's the route he has to go and maybe maybe he has a chance because he's on the low end of of the range of of severity talked about here Uh, but i think there's a decent chance this is this is not going to be something that the pistons just skate by even missing him for a few games is going to be tough uh missing him for longer oh man I don't know if it's time to panic yet. I'm not a big fan of panicking. Uh, but if you are, if you're inclined to panic, now is probably the time. The type of people who are balking at paying KCP more than $20 million a year in free agency, uh, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. If KCP can't play for a while, uh, this team is in a lot of trouble. There's little depth behind him. Shooting guard, small forward, the, the wing positions, it's a weak spot across the league right now. I think some of that is just the natural ebb and flow of sometimes some positions are stronger than others Uh, but it's also a time where teams want more wings than ever it's increasingly common to play three wings uh, instead of a second traditional big man to play a point guard three wings and one big man either a a center or a a power forward playing down Uh, so there's high demand for wings kcp is a very good one a young one a two-way contributor, really came around as an outside shooter, as a three-point shooter. His defense was stout. You can see it against the Warriors. And KCP has developed, even nationally, a reputation for being a little bit of a, God, it sounds a little strong to say Steph Curry stopper, but at least Steph Curry slower. Somebody who can, who can get in Steph Curry's grill, handle him on the ball, off the ball, do some things to make Stephen Curry's life a little more difficult, uh, more than far more than the average defender can do. And just um, it's a matchup that works well for KCP. And as soon as he went out, as soon as that shoulder injury hit, Stephen Curry went off. It was, it was very noticeable how much more comfortable Steph Curry looked. Uh, the Pistons didn't have anybody who could guard him anymore. And yes, this is an extreme example where it's a matchup that is particularly good for KCP and a player who's particularly good at taking advantage of other defenders. Uh, But this is going to be something you're going to see night in, night out, that the Pistons are going to have a big defensive downgrade on the perimeter. KCP often cross matches to guard other point guards. 
It's going to make it harder for Reggie Jackson. We just had a, a podcast spending a lot of time talking about Reggie Jackson's conditioning and ability to handle a larger load. And what he's doing now is often he's he's able to guard the less talented of the two backcourt players. Now he's going to be on point guards more. I don't think you want Stanley Johnson chasing around point guards. I don't know how much you want Reggie Bullock doing it. I don't know how much you want Michael Benege doing it. There's no easy answer, and I don't even know which of those guys is going to move into the starting lineup. That's that's the next step, is, is as long as KCP is out at least one game, and I think a while longer, uh, somebody's got to play those minutes, and this is the Pistons' weak spot. Reggie Bullock was playing the best at the position as a backup shooting guard before he got hurt. Uh, but he's been hurt. He's also been dealing uh, with the murder trial of his transgender sister. Uh, the man who was accused was just acquitted. I'm sure that's tough for Reggie Bullock. It's not what he wanted to hear. I don't know whether it was the right decision or the wrong decision. I think you have to trust in what the jury does. And and our country was based, our legal system was based on an idea that it's better to let some Guilty people go free than to convict innocent people. It's very hard to convict somebody in in criminal court. And so this man who was accused went free. Maybe he deserved to. Maybe he didn't. I, I should I should clarify. He he was not added years to his sentence. He's not free. Uh, he was already in prison for, for drug charges. Uh, but he no murder sentence on top of it. Uh, and I'm sure that's tough for, for Bullock to deal with. I don't envy him having to go through any of that, that his uh, sister died as a tragedy and that nobody is serving a punishment for that is sad. Uh, the, I think that's better than somebody wrongfully being punished for it. Uh, but I doubt that's much of a condolence to Bullock in this moment. Uh, so all that, is, I, just, I just add this to put some context on everything that must be weighing on him now. Plus, he's been hurt. Uh, he's getting close to healthy. Not sure if he's all the way back yet. Uh, Michael Benege, not somebody you want in the rotation, uh, but he's hurt. Uh, there's not a ton of clarity on his status. He's been out for a while. Uh, for a couple weeks, he hasn't played, but he doesn't really play anyway. Uh, so it's hard to tell exactly how bad it is, what he could do if he needs to press it, if the Pistons need him to get back in the rotation, if he can if he can battle through it, if they're being cautious, it's hard to tell. Uh, but you don't want to be depending on a, a second-round rookie who who hasn't done much. Stanley Johnson's been having a rough year. He's come around a little bit lately. Uh, but I, I think it's tough for him to play shooting guard, to have the ball in his hands more. You're going to be asking for problems. He makes a lot of bad decisions, still forces some bad shots. You put him in that more prominent role, it's going to be tough. No matter where the Pistons turn, there are no good solutions on this team. Uh, maybe the answer is a trade, but going back to what I said before, there is a sh- shortage of good wings in the league right now. It's tough to find them. The Cavs just gave up a first-round pick uh, for um, Kyle Korver, who's in his mid-30s, showing serious signs of decline, going to be a free agent next year. One name who's been reported to be on the market is Tim Hardaway Jr., who went to the University of Michigan, son of the Pistons assistant coach, Tim Hardaway Sr., who played in the league for a while. Uh, supposedly, the asking cost for him is second-round picks. Maybe it makes sense to deal for him. Uh, but here's the problem. 
even if the Pistons get a slight upgrade at shooting guard, and I don't think they're going to want to do anything drastic just to bring in a shooting guard for the rest of the season, they're still down in the standings. Pistons are 18 and 23, 11th place in the East. They're two and a half games out of playoff position, which is more than it sounds like. The bigger problem is you have to jump multiple teams. So not only do you have to play better, you have to hope that the teams around you in the standings don't also start playing better. It's a tough road to get in the playoffs. It's going to be way tougher without KCP. Uh, this game in Utah, man, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I, I don't even know. The Jazz are sneaky good. I don't think they get enough credit. They've had some injuries. Uh, they still have a nice record. They're still 24-16. and 16, uh, But they've had more than their fair share of injuries this year. They're getting healthy. And when they have their full team together, they're excellent. Uh, I think a lot of people who are hardcore NBA fans appreciate them. Casual fans don't yet. Uh, this is a team on the rise, a young team, that I just don't know how the Pistons win this in Utah on the second night of a back-to-back without KCP, who's just so instrumental. So, so inter- instrumental to what the Pistons do. Uh, the Pistons are not great with KCP on the court. Uh, they outscore opponents by uh, 0.4 points per 100 possessions. But when he's off the court, they're bad. They get outscored by 5.6 points per 100 possessions. That's not statistical noise. That indicates that's what he brings to this team. Sound defense, floor spacing, efficient outside shooting, uh, real threat and transition. They have no way of replacing that. They just There's nobody else on this roster who can replace that. And it's not just that he plays with the other starters. Uh, we don't have a huge sample of the other starters playing without KCP, uh, but they've been real lousy in those minutes. Uh, most of them have gone to Stanley Johnson, uh, a little bit to Darren Hilliard. And Hilliard is another player I should have mentioned uh, as, as far as guys who can come in and play minutes with KCP sidelined, uh, but he's been so lousy lately. Like another choice that you don't feel enthusiastic about. Add on to it, John Luer is hurt. Still no definitive timetable on when he's going to be back. Makes it just tougher to juggle things. Uh, if you've been listening, you know one of my preferred solutions without Lure would have been to play Stanley Johnson more at forward, get Reggie Bullock back healthy in the right frame of mind, back in the rotation at shooting guard and slide Stanley Johnson down now. Well, you're going to need a lot of minutes from Stanley Johnson at shooting guard now. Just makes it tougher to fill that forward spot with Lure out. These problems are compounding. KCP was the injury the Pistons couldn't afford. I think this is going to be, sadly, in a strange way, great for KCP's value this summer as a restricted free agent. I think it's going to prove his value. And fortunately, the Pistons have about a month before the trade deadline to assess. Maybe Stanley Johnson breaks out of his funk. Maybe this is the wake-up call he needed to realize his potential and keep the team on track to, to get the Pistons humming. The schedule gets a little bit easier Maybe things come together, but I think that's a long shot. I think the Pistons are are in for some trouble now uh, if KCP is out as long as it appears he might be. Maybe he's a quick healer. Maybe this injury is, is something he can overcome quicker. The Pistons can hang around. You know, they, they did enough with Reggie Jackson hurt earlier in the year. I think this is a team with a little bit of grit to handle those things. Uh, but another one is tough, and... They're far less equipped to handle this. Ish Smith could step up and be a capable, not good, but capable in the pinch starting point guard. Beno Udra did a nice job as his backup. 
They just don't. The Pistons just don't have the players at shooting guard to overcome this. This is a real tough loss. Uh, this is this is going to be big for the Pistons if if KCP is out for a while, and in the Eastern Conference with such little margin for error, where the difference between making the playoffs and not is so thin, even if he's just out a few games, those could be costly. Those could matter. The Pistons have the Lakers on Sunday. Uh, that's a far more winnable game. The Lakers' defense is pretty lax, uh, but they play hard. They play up-tempo. They play exciting. Uh, they're not pushovers anymore. That could be a tough one, uh, with or without KCP on the road, ending ending a road trip, late in a road trip. There are no easy answers from here. Uh, like I said before, I don't advise panicking in general in life, uh, but this is a tough moment for the Pistons. We're going to keep track of it, see how they respond. Uh, We'll be here every Monday through Friday. So we'll be back on Monday to see how it went against the Jazz, how it went against the Lakers, and look ahead from there. Hopefully we'll have some more KCP information. You can follow Locked on Pistons on Audio Boom or subscribe on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Feldman NBA. Thanks for listening.